Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Inside Edition ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. America Divided. Fannie Willis had a very bad day. I think she handled her business in the courtroom. The Georgia DA trying to bring down Trump. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. Was she a triumph or a disaster? And why did people think her dress was on backwards? Then, the gift from Taylor. What she's giving to the family of the radio host killed during the Super Bowl parade. And the littlest victims. We went through here and then just hit me right there. Wow. My goodness, how lucky you are. Plus, the skyscraper defaced by all that graffiti. Now this. Crackdown. The city says enough is enough. They're taking over. And outrage over the cello player walloped from behind with a water bottle. Will he ever play in the subway again? I have so much anger, confusion. Then... Citizen Harry. Prince Harry says he's thinking of becoming an American citizen. And his need for speed. Plus, would you keep this beast as a pet? Warthogs, how dangerous are they? They attack their own children. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. A major blow for Donald Trump today as a New York judge ordered him to pay more than $350 million in fines in the former president's civil business fraud trial. The judges also banned Mr. Trump from doing business in the state of New York for three years. It's being reported that this ruling could cost Trump all of his available cash. Stephen Fabian is its Trump Tower. A gut punch for Donald Trump. A judge in New York today ordered him to pay a whopping $354.9 million in fines. On top of that massive fine, the judge has barred Trump from serving as an officer or director of any New York corporation for three years. And that includes his own real estate empire. Also barred for two years, his sons, Don Jr. and Eric. A real significant win for the New York Attorney General and a loss for Donald Trump. In his 92-page ruling, Judge Arthur Engeron, who Trump has repeatedly belittled and insulted during the trial, 
blasted the Trumps for their complete lack of contrition and remorse, which he says borders on pathological. Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, labeled the verdict manifest injustice. And she said, quote, given the grave stakes, we trust that the appellate division will overturn this egregious verdict and end this relentless persecution against my clients. There is more fallout today from another Trump case in Georgia. It is a lie. It is a lie. It was a courtroom performance for the history books. Fawny Willis, the DA charging Trump with election interference, is facing the prospect of being thrown off the case, and she's not going down without a fight. From the moment she strode into the courtroom demanding to take the stand, Willis had everyone's attention. Don't be cute with me and then think that you're not going to get an answer. She pushed back at allegations that she dated Nathan Wade before hiring him as special prosecutor in the Trump case and that he paid for their expensive vacations. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. She revealed a lot about her personal life. He likes wine. I don't really like wine, to be honest with you. I like Grey Goose. And she always has a stash of cash. When you meet my father, is going to tell you as a woman, you should have at least six months in cash at your house at all times. Her candor and fury is sparking intense reaction. Today was an unmitigated disaster. This is the Jerry Springer show. This has gone off the rails. His supporters are spinning the drama as a big win. Fannie Willis had a very bad day. She was mocked by MAGA World with some on social media claiming her dress was on backwards because the zipper was in the front. We found the dress on Amazon for $42.99 and can report that she wore it correctly. I think she handled her business in the courtroom. The Washington Post is praising Willis for fighting back with gobsmacking fury, defiant in power pink. She was defiant, she was confrontational, and frankly, she was persuasive. Today in court, her father, retired lawyer John Floyd, backed up her claim that he told her to keep a stash of cash on hand. I've always kept cash, uh, you know, and I've told my daughter, you keep six months worth of cash, always. If the judge disqualifies Willis from the case, it could delay the trial until well after the presidential election. Other news today, two juvenile suspects have officially been charged in the deadly shooting at the Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City. One woman was killed. Nearly two dozen people were injured. This news comes as Taylor Swift has made a $100,000 donation to a fund set up to benefit the dead woman's family. Les Trent is in Kansas City with the latest. The Kansas City Chiefs' most famous fan, Taylor Swift, made a whopping $100,000 donation to the family of Lisa Lopez Galvan, the radio show host slain at the Super Bowl victory parade. Her big-hearted gesture came as Taylor performed in Melbourne, Australia, before her largest ever audience, 96,000 fans. Meanwhile, Taylor's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, is facing heat for what some see as tone-deaf behavior in the wake of the parade shooting spree. He grinned as he posed for a selfie with a police officer outside a Kansas City sports bar the night of the gunfire. He then went inside to party with other players and their wives. One angry fan posted, poor taste. The fans were there for you, you weren't there for them. Gracie Hunt, the 25-year-old daughter of the football team's owner, is also coming under fire for this photo holding the Lombardi Trophy. Kansas City, hug those you love extra tightly tonight. 
Critics were quick to slam hunt. Nice words. Maybe skip the posting of the silly selfies. Meanwhile, two juveniles arrested at the scene have been charged with firearms no offenses way, and resisting arrest. More charges are expected. Children caught up in the tragedy are speaking out today. 10-year-old Sam Ariano and his aunt Eunice told me how Sam was shot in the chest. Only a stroke of luck saved him. Wow. And what did they say, Eunice, about how close that was to his lung? So the bullet actually hit um, his bone, and it was like centimeters away from his lung. So um, even the doctors say it was a miracle. The bullet actually went up the sleeve of his Patrick Mahomes jersey. It probably went through here, mm -hmm. and then just hit me right there. Went through there. Yeah. I see. My goodness, how lucky you are. Yeah. And Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes and his wife took time to visit some of the wounded children in the hospital. The United Way, along with the Kansas City Chiefs, have established the Casey Strong Fund. That's to raise money for the victims and their families. That abandoned high-rise we've told you about in Los Angeles is back in the news. Not only has the skyscraper been covered with graffiti, it's also being used as a place for base jumping. City officials say that is just an accident waiting to happen, so they now say they are finally taking action. Here's Jim Murray. Enough is enough. The city of Los Angeles is about to clean up that notorious downtown skyscraper whose windows have been defaced by graffiti. The crackdown comes after shocking video emerged of young men base jumping right off the 50-story structure. One jumper even took video of his descent to the street below. Apparently, he's not the only one. One base jumper after another making the giant leap. Anybody can tell you base jumping off 50 floors, 50-story building can't be safe. The city has given the developers until tomorrow to start removing the graffiti, but nobody expects that to happen. The complex is owned by a Chinese company that has filed for bankruptcy. It finally looks like the writing's on the wall for graffiti towers. The estimated cost to clean up that property is $3.8 million. There is outrage around the world today over the news of the death of Alexei Navalny, one of Vladimir Putin's most vocal opponents. He cheated death more than once before he was imprisoned in Siberia. He died behind bars, Russian officials say, after a fall. There is international outrage over the shocking death of Putin's bravest opponent, 47-year-old Alexei Navalny, who died today in a remote Siberian prison camp. Make no mistake. Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Vice President Kamala Harris was at a security conference in Munich along with Navalny's wife, Yulia, when the news of his death broke. This would be a further sign of Putin's brutality. Yulia worked tirelessly to free her imprisoned husband and last year attended the White House Correspondents' Dinner with their daughter, Daria, a 22-year-old Stanford University student. Navalny. She was at last year's Oscars accepting the award for best documentary made about her husband's struggles and triumphs. My husband is in prison just for telling the truth. The reaction is one of disbelief with vigils around the world mourning the death of a man admired for his steadfastness and extraordinary moral courage. In 2020, he survived an assassination attempt by poison. What can you say about Navalny's courage? Because, man, they tried to poison him. They tried to kill this guy. And really, he would never back down. In the end, he had the audacity and the courage 
to take on Vladimir Putin, to dream of a different future for Russia. And that for Putin was just uh, a step too far. Just yesterday, Navalny made a remote court appearance looking gaunt but smiling. He was incarcerated for bogus charges at the Polar Wolf penal colony north of the Arctic Circle, where temperatures dropped to a frigid minus 18 degrees. Today, even Tucker Carlson, who faced heavy criticism for his it's softball interview with Putin in Moscow, is calling Navalny's death barbaric and awful. Navalny's widow said today that Putin will be held accountable for what he's done to her husband. Another subway attack here in New York City. This time, the victim is a cellist who performs on the platform while attending medical school. Now, after the violent attack, it is not clear that he will ever play in the subway again. He spoke with Amber Cogliano. It's a truly disturbing act of violence. A musician in New York City viciously bashed in the head by a random stranger. The woman lurks behind him, moves in, then picks up the cellist's metal water bottle and whacks him. In the middle of one of the songs that I was doing, I just felt this, this impact, this terrible crashing pain along the back of my head. 29-year-old Ian Forrest is a third-year medical student at Mount Sinai Hospital in Manhattan, who also plays in the subway for the pure joy of performing for people. Please welcome Ian Forrest. He's such an accomplished cellist, he was invited to play the national anthem at Madison Square Garden last December. just happened to him is leading to outrage across the city. It does, you know, anger you that just in the subway station, you're doing your own thing, that that could all be broken in a quick moment with an act of violence and hatred. Ian Forrest is playing his cello right here in the Herald Square subway stop, a popular place for street musicians to play. After the woman hit him with the metal water bottle, she simply disappeared. This isn't the first time he's been attacked. Last June, he was punched and choked while playing in Times Square. At the end of a performance, uh, this man came over and tried to steal my cello, my donations, and then proceeded to punch me repeatedly in the face, put me in a chokehold. You may never play again in the subway. You may never go back. It definitely gives me pause to want to say, do I want to go back and do this again and put myself out there in harm's way? bed for him now is the atrium of Mount Sinai Hospital, filling the air with beautiful sounds. Police are still looking for the suspect. And that is Prince Harry, bobsledding in Canada. He's there to visit the site of next year's Invictus Games. And while on the visit with his wife, Megan, he stunned a lot of people by saying he has thought about becoming a U.S. citizen. Citizen Harry? The prince is sparking shockwaves around the world, revealing he's thought about becoming an American. What do you think about becoming a citizen? It's, I, have, I have considered it, yeah. The king's son of all people considering taking citizenship in a foreign country, America. It is extraordinary. It's unprecedented and there are no set rules. If Harry becomes an American, will he have to renounce his royal title, Duke of Sussex? The American citizenship is, <laughs> is, a, is a thought that has crossed my mind, but certainly not something that's a high priority for me right now. Harry spoke out on Good Morning America while promoting next year's Invictus Games in Whistler, British Columbia with wife Meghan. It's also his first interview since his father, King Charles's cancer diagnosis. How did you get the news that the king was ill? Um, I spoke to him. And what did you do next? 
I jumped on a plane and, and went to go and see him as soon as I could. But I love my family. The fact that I was the fact that I was able to get on a plane and go and see him and spend any time with him, I'm grateful for that. Meantime, the 39-year-old prince clearly has a need for speed. He jumped headfirst down a bobsled ice track, reaching 61 miles an hour. Harry, what was it like? Great. <laughs> you guys should all have a go. Maybe not. They weren't taking any chances during Harry's run. The medics were very close by. Next, would you keep this beast as a pet? Warthogs, how dangerous are they? They attack their own children. Then, what happened to comedian Amy Schumer's face? Her medical crisis. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This guy raised a warthog as a pet, and he was just almost killed by the thing. Most wildlife experts say that warthogs should not be domesticated. They weigh hundreds of pounds, they can run 30 miles an hour, and they will attack with those long tusks. Still, there are people out there who treat warthogs the way most of the rest of us treat our dogs. This guy has an unusual pet, a warthog named Wallace. And the nasty-looking beast is treated like a member of the family. Wallace, are you ready for your Thanksgiving dinner? He's like a dog. He sleeps on the couch, plays with stuffed animals, chews a bone like the dogs do, and, um, you know, he follows me everywhere. For many of us, this is how we know warthogs. But in real life, they're not cuddly or cute at all, and they can be extraordinarily dangerous. Help me. 32-year-old Austin Riley thought his warthog made a devoted pet. He raised the warthog like this one from birth and named the beast after the late country star Waylon Jennings. They even took naps together. His best friend was a 250-pound warthog, goes this headline. One day, it decided to kill him. The Texas Monthly Story says the animal used its razor-sharp tusks to stab him 15 times. The attack shredded his lower body and left gaping holes in his torso and neck. The warthog was shot to death by a neighbor. Greg Paris says he feels for his fellow warthog lover who somehow survived the attack. I don't think he did anything. The pig loved him. He used to spend like I do laying down on the ground with him for six hours at a time. Paris says he's also been injured by his warthog. He um, hit me with his uh, head and then I felt something on my ankle and I looked down and I was bleeding. I had about eight inch gash in my knee and I never felt it. He showed us why warthogs can get so brutal. He has two 
tusks here. The top one, very rounded, would never hurt anything. This bottom one here is razor sharp. If somebody came to you and said, hey, I want to get a warthog as a pet, what would you say to them? I would say no. It's really not worth the risk. The average lifespan of a wild warthog is 7 to 11 years, but those in captivity can live a lot longer. We'll be back with more Inside Edition after this. Still to come. What happened to comedian Amy Schumer's face? Her medical crisis. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Amy Schumer explains the change in her appearance. What's happening to Amy Schumer's face? The comedian's cheeks appeared to be swollen and puffy during her appearance on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon this week. Now, there's growing speculation about the state of her health. Thank you so much for everyone's input about my face, the comedian quipped. Schumer revealed that the change in her appearance is due to her struggles with endometriosis and autoimmune disease. There are some medical and hormonal things going on in my world right now, but I'm okay. Doctors call it moon face, side effect caused from steroids. When we come back, a fight breaks out at school. Or does it? Finally today, he didn't see this coming. This teacher is racing to break up a fight. He gets right in the middle of it when suddenly... It turns out to be a birthday surprise. Happy birthday, teach. Complete with a silly hat. That's Inside Edition. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> 
Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.